Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hello, hello, hello. I am your Oprah Winfrey hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth. In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood to lick it right, lick it good. Hey there and welcome back folks Once again, I'm your hostess with the most is Munoz And we are trekking along Summer is right around the corner Oh my god, I couldn't be in a more joyous spirit today And you know what I just realized? That it is National Mental Health Awareness Month And listen, folks, your mental health, especially after we have been through the last year and several months or however long it's been through this Panini, Pandini, uh, Houdini, whatever people are calling it, is very, very important. I myself have had, you know, mental health struggles just living in a box in Times Square alone and whatnot. And so, and it was all new to me. And so, like... We need to take care of each other, but we really need to take care of ourselves. So, you know, for those of you out there doing the work and, you know, pushing through and getting the help that you need, bravo. If you need help out there, reach out to somebody. Find the help. There are resources all over the place. You are not alone. Um, this month or any other month, because every month should be Mental Health Awareness Month, right? And I just wanted to focus on that for a minute. And yeah, moving right along, I am so excited for today's guest because (laughs) you know what? It has been a journey to get here, to say the least. So without further ado, please help me welcome back the one, the only, (laughs) Dr. Jason Goldstein. Say hello. Yay! Hi, I'm so grateful to be on and I'm so excited. And I love your shirt. Oh is my that your go- merch? It is my merch. Oh my god! Thanks for the shout out. I don't. I feel like I haven't been promoting the merch lately. But if you want to go from fan to super fan, you can go to www.themunios.com forward slash mouth merch. We have to get you Yay. in one. We have to, have to, have to. Oh, get I'm going to totally one. go and buy one now that I know the website to it. I'm going to go buy one right now. <laughs> 
I love it. I absolutely love it. We should. We need to do like a, a merch trade. Do you have merch? Um, just a cookbook. Just the cookbook, which we're going to get to, which is yes, yeah, the, yeah. the epitome of merch. Well, welcome but, back. Welcome thank back. You. Yay. I'm so excited to have you here. And thank you for all the time you've given me um, in your mouth, listeners. You know, the <laughs> Internet has hath been trying Jason and I today, to yeah. say the least. But we are here. We are queer. And <laughs> we aren't going anywhere. Yes. Right? So it's for like the, being it's like food being in the slow cooker and you have to stare at it, but you know it's gonna be good. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know what? If you were a slow cooker food, what what would you be? Um cheesy meatballs. Oh, you know, cheesy meatballs. Yeah, I feel like I'd be like some pork car- carnitas. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. You know, something with a little spice and a whole lot of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, my God. In your mouth, listeners, if you don't know, and you probably do already, Dr. J, as he's known to most, um, has been on the podcast before, but... You may have seen him on your television. You may be privy to his new cookbook. Jason Goldstein is a recipe developer and very popular and fabulous food blogger. Hello. That shares his love of easy comfort food recipes with rich flavors, inventive ideas, and unique cooking tips and advice. Um, He calls it happy recipes for busy people with a dash of gratitude. You may have seen him in such publications as Parade Magazine or the New York Post or maybe even on your TV from Food Network Star to all over the morning shows, especially on GMA these days as he has a brand new book, Happy Sandwiches. Also, folks, um, if you are just joining us or if you're a first-time listener, you can go back to episode 126, labeled Never Give Up on Your Lasagna with Dr. J, <laughs> and really get into the nitty-gritty of who Jason Goldstein is. And I can't I can't say enough how happy I am to have you back and, you know, to have you as part of my village and to have, like, this friendship grow via the internet and, like, us talking to each other through the pandemic and whatnot and sharing laughs and whatnot. It's been really, really special just getting to know you. Yeah, you too. And, you know, it's just, that's one of the things about, especially since you mentioned Mental Health Month, um, is, is that one of the ways that we all kind of coped was through the Internet. And we both were part of a group and um, we met and, you know, we cheer each other up. So, like, sometimes people say the Internet is bad, but sometimes the Internet could be a great way to find community and friends. And you do an amazing job through this podcast. It's freaking amazing. Like, you know, thank bringing the you. gay community together. So thank you. Listen, I am creating a gay foodie army, and we about to take over this village, honey. <laughs> Yay! Foodie soldiers. Hello. But before we get to the getting on, in the grand tradition of In Your Mouth, Jason, I need to wish you Happy National Nutty Fudge Day! <laughs> Yay! What? What? I mean, it's par for the course. <laughs> that literally was my nickname. Nutty no, just kidding. No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know whether to be grossed uh, out or intrigued. No, no, no. Sweet and nutty, I meant. <laughs> 
All right, well, let's cut that part of that one. <laughs> Someone get me wine, please. Oh, my God, we need it. We yes. need it. Are you a fudge person? Are you a big chocolate person? You know, I used to be like the appetizers over dessert, but ever since I met my husband, he like is all about dessert. So over time, I became like a dessert person um, for sure. But I love, love um, Georgetown cupcakes. That's my favorite. Oh, my God. Georgetown cupcakes. Did they survive down yeah. in Soho? Did they survive? Yeah, yeah. Good, to, good, to, good to know. And I'm happy to hear that, that they're thriving. And that is a delicious cupcake. That's from D.C. Where are they? Where are they? Yeah, yeah, they're DC, DC, but they're everywhere. But they're everywhere. D scrumptious. Shout out to you, Georgetown (laughs) Cupcakes. Yeah, um, you know what? Uh, My favorite. I feel like I have fudge once a year, and it's like when I go to P Town, and they're handing like it's the sample girl out on the street. Yeah. Right. Oh will that God. will that even exist anymore? Um, with gloves and a face mask, probably. But with happiness, when you eat that fudge, you just take that piece of fudge, put it underneath your mask, and then you just smile through your mask so much. Oh my God! Chocolate yes. fudge, yum. Yes, chocolate fudge, yum. And with <laughs> and with the dawn of legalized marijuana in this city oh. of New York, uh, we about to see all the edible fudge coming our way, and I am intrigued and yeah. cannot wait. But what no, you know what? No matter what you celebrate out there, um, talk about like doing something good for the soul and your mental health, right? Because chocolate is, chocolate has like, you know, happiness effects and releases like good like endorphins isn't that a thing <laughs> yeah endorphins and dopamine so next time you think to yourself you don't want to have that chocolate cake eat the entire cake not just the slice makes you happy yeah everything in moderation yeah. everything in moderation and moving right along to this day in gay history did you know that in 1984 the united methodist church votes to ban the ordination and appointment of avowed homosexuals as ministers womp womp this was like the that. yeah. This was the lightest of the gay history today, and I thought for our <laughs> mental health that I I try to keep it a little a little light because the rest of the gay history today was like real heavy, and I yeah. was like I I don't know if I can do it. You know, it's important. Well, it's important to know. For well, sure. how about to the, today in gay history? In your mouth is spreading um, um, gay and lesbian, um, transgender plus um, positivity um, in the food world. That was hard to say, actually. You know that, what? And it, but it happened I today. accept. But I accept today. Today. Today, on this day in gay history, (laughs) we are over three years of amplifying the LGBTQ community in the food space and, you know, showcasing amazing people like one Dr. Jason Goldstein. And eating edible fudge. And (laughs) eating... (laughs) <laughs> That's a gay thing. It's got to be in itself. Uh, <laughs> you keep trying to take us down a road, and I won't go. <laughs> I'm taking down no road. I have no GPS to this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just had two cups of coffee and a phone staring at me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. sounds, like a, sounds like a good Friday night to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> so, listen. 
you know, in your mouth, listeners, uh, Jason has been on the pod before, episode 129. If you haven't picked that up, you know, go listen to that episode because um, you're you're absolutely going to fall in love with him as much as I have fallen in love with him. And there we do like a really deep dive into how he started and his coming up and his glow up for sure. But I want to do just a quick recap, you know, sure. um, for the listeners, it, just because they can't go back right now they're listening to us you know (laughs) (laughs) so like give us the cliff notes doc right the love of cooking where did it come from beginning to end hit it um i ate pizza thank you very much no just kidding so (laughs) i um as a kid you know being a gay kid you know i went back in the day when i was growing up you um you couldn't come out so you couldn't really be yourself so i would come home and when i would watch, turn on the food network and yen can cook and i'd watch them and they became my friends and it was like we were cooking together and i got to be myself and um through that um it made me love cooking and i would always be like hey let's change the recipe up a little bit and then fast forward till now um i'm a chiropractor by day and a food blogger at night so i love to crack and chop and um, I'm super busy, but I love to cook. So I just go out and I like would watch something on the food network and say, that's cool, but there's no way I'm going to be able to make a full lasagna. So sticking with the lasagna and slow cooker theme, I would make lasagna in a slow cooker and not boil the noodles and find hacks for that. And that's how it came. And I just started dreaming big and just never gave up. And thankfully, I'm super grateful. Things have started to happen for me. So, you know. Things have started to happen, honey. Things have been happening. (laughs) You are on, you are like snowballing, like down the hill. You are on an avalanche. Like (laughs) you are riding a sled, one of those like garbage can lids, like down that, down that hill. (laughs) With a wig. With right a with a wig, with a wig just glued tight to your head, blowing <laughs> in the wind, looking fabulous. Uh, my dream. <laughs> if you can't see me right now, I'm blowing my head. I don't have hair, and I'm pretending that rainbow wing is blowing in the wind. That I was know. the best. This is the best podcast ever. You gave me hair. <laughs> yeah, rainbow hair, no less. Well, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Someone once said. <laughs> <laughs> He just fell over. He just fell over. But one, any of listeners, one really special thing that I really love um, about Dr. J, Jason, here is that uh, with all of his cooking, and this is actually something that I don't know if you know, that I've really adapted in my life. And I actually quote you a lot in a bunch of interviews that I've done. Something that you've taught me is is the gratitude to cooking, the Zen and gratitude, seeing cooking beyond its beyond its purpose. And it's something that makes you so special and so unique. And where did that come from? Well, first of all, that's super an honor um, that you do that um, because I think you're awesome and, you know, your podcast is amazing. So first of all, thank you for even quoting me. Um, But it just comes from, you know, you're always so busy. Like, you know, I'm busy throughout my life, happy but busy. And um, it's hard for me to find time to meditate or to to time for myself, especially since we both of us live in New York City. So I just was like, you know what? I really love cooking. I'm singing in there. Lady Gaga's playing and stuff. I'm really happy. So I was like, once in a while, I would read a book about something positivity wise. And then I would practice it while I was cooking. I'm like, you know what? 
this is it. Like everyone's cooking um, dinner and for their family, their kids, whatever. I'm like, why not stir and say what went right today? Why not chop and count what you went grateful for? You know, say thank you as the blender goes. Like it just really worked and it just became my place of Zen besides my place of happiness. And I just felt like I have two loves of my favorite words, gratitude, and I love to cook. And I felt like, well, hey, maybe if I can bring those together, I can inspire people. Yeah, and that you do, obviously, because you're all over the television. Every time I turn on, you know, I'm, ma- I'm making my Bustello, not a sponsor, in the morning. And there, and there your face is, just, just throwing something together, being Salt Bay on the thing, talk, talking to my girl, Robin Roberts, who's fam. Robin yes. Roberts is obsessed with you. She is the nicest person in the entire world. What you see of her on TV, literally, honestly, I I couldn't be more grateful. It was just um, just an honor. She actually um, endorsed my book, too. And um, so it's on the back of the cover. Like, honestly, like she is pure gratitude, thankfulness and niceness. I mean, like, literally, I I couldn't say enough nice things about her. Like she's someone definitely to strive to be like who's who um, to be that grounded and that amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head that it comes through the television screen to that like grounded that she is and who she is and like what she's about and whatnot. And working in hospitality, you know, events and whatnot for over 21 years, I've had the pleasure of having like, you know, a server to a client conversation with George Stephanopoulos and one Michael Strahan. And that Michael Strahan and George Stephanopoulos could not be the ni- more nice. I mean, I haven't met Ms. Robin Roberts, but the other two I have met on more than one occasion and they were nice and they kind of, you know, they've gone, um, I talk about this a lot on the pod too, seeing people beyond their service as well. And they're, they're those type of people being like, hey, how are you today? What's going on? Oh yeah, that's, oh my God, you're so funny. This and that. It's, it's more than just, can I have my chai latte now? And can you go away? <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh God, no one should be like that. Honestly, that's like the key to a person. Doesn't matter how famous you are or not, or like if you're think the pandemic's still happening 40 years from now and didn't leave your apartment. Um, it's really you could tell a lot about how people treat um, other people, especially when no one's watching, is when it's most important. And that's how you can tell how grateful someone is. So I've never met George Stephanopoulos or Michael Strahan in person, but I um, it was all virtual. Um, but honestly, like. I feel like you're home when you're on that show. And um, it's just amazing because you can tell the energy runs through and it makes me more calm, you know, when you're live and have internet um, staring at you. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it's, uh, you know what, one of the joys of this podcast, just going back for a second, has been for me, and I say this um, because I've been very blessed and fortunate to be on a bunch of other people's podcasts recently and done a bunch of interviews, but is is taking these tidbits of knowledge, like, you know, taking moments uh, to find Zen and gratitude and seeing cooking just beyond its service of su- uh, sustaining our bodies, you know, from you, taking something from Dan Pelosi, taking something from Jake Cohen and applying it to my life and giving you the credit for it, obviously, because I've learned this from you. I've learned so much about like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that I was already doing this or, oh my God, yeah, that's a really interesting point. And, and kind of, 
adapting that into the life I'm leading. And hopefully, in your mouth listeners, you're you're taking this away too, in that sense of like there is so much joy, joy and and so much education to just apply to your everyday life that I didn't even realize that we were putting out as a community uh, in this plat- on this platform, you know, that's been just so special and, like, really, like, amazing. As I think back now, 170 episodes, let's call it, you know? Sure. Think about it this way. Like, I don't know how you were, like, growing up, but, like, when I was growing up, there wasn't a lot of people out there talking about positive, um, successful gay people. Like I was born when I was around, Ellen was the first person I ever saw on TV when she came out on her show to being gay. So do you remember where you were for that? Oh my God. No. Cause I can't remember where I am right now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do. I remember I was sitting on my mother's, uh, in, in my mother's living room. Obviously I was a kid on the blue carpet just watching. And I knew that there was something momentous about it and that I connected with, but I didn't know what that was. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it was amazing because it's like now you... Um, you know, honestly, I never even until I met you thought too much about, you know, being gay in a food industry. I knew I was gay and I knew I was in the food industry, but like I never really thought that there needed to be a champion for that and stuff until because I never worked in kitchens and, and things like that. And um, really, this has been inspiring to me, too, because, you know, there's a community within a community and you're inspiring someone because there's a lot of people out there who smile and say, you know, they're really comfortable, probably aren't as comfortable as they want to admit to themselves and watching other people listening to your podcast they're they're getting to see successful happy people living their truth and so you should be really proud of yourself because that's the gay moment in the month hello there you go it's a big circle yeah it really is and it's and it's just it's it's incredible this pa- this pandemic has been has been a lot of things there's been joyous moments there's been sad moments there's been all sorts of like madness throughout and it has run the gamut but it's just been really special and I say this all the time about like how our stories matter and I'm a broken record about it but it's the truth and but just like even me learning or amplifying voices like yours or Chef Denovan Miranda who his episode was so special because this whole like just right out of the gate he talks about I'm legit right out of the gate I'm getting like um, emotional the just clamped. thinking about it the clamped thank you yes. just thinking about it and goosebumps like talking about and being so vulnerable talking about it about coming out to his father on his deathbed and how it was wow. so important to make that to make that point and show that side when he was on Chopped not that long ago and took Chopped by storm and I was like whoa this is so amazing yeah. And, and what I always say, too, is that we're we're retainable. Like, you're not, uh, although sometimes I'm sure you and I both like to pretend we're Beyonce, we are not Beyonce. <laughs> Wait, I'm not? My mom told me I was. <laughs> to the left, to the left. And I'm going the wrong way. It's like, okay, I'm not Beyonce. All right. <laughs> I actually went not- to the right. Not to the left, to the left with question marks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, before we get to the book, because we have to talk about the book, but it's uh, it's the Kellyanne riot and all. We talk about everything else, and then we, we close it out and hit you over the head with this new amazing oh. book that looks incredible. You have been... But 
through the pandemic and through since we've last like spoken live on air, um, you really have been doing the thing. I mean, I don't know how you do it all. Chiropractor by day, big foodie by night. You're all over the place. You're doing these morning shows, morning show after morning show. Just like, how are you doing it all? And like, how... How has it like affected you and your life? Man, um, I'm just super, I know I go back to the same word, but I'm just super grateful. It's just like, it's it, it doesn't hit me till afterwards, to be honest with you, because when I get asked to do something like a, a, a show, um, I'm like, I go and I'm like, okay, they want this. Then we submit the recipe. Then they tell us this. So my mind is really just on the steps. And and um, these people are, um, which I didn't know existed, but like, they're so organized and you have meetings and things like that. Even if I'm on three minutes you know what i mean and and stuff like that so my mind is literally there and then when the show ends i go back to record it with my phone and stuff and i go holy shit that's me on the on that tv so like honestly it just feels like like each time it happens it's like it's the first time it's like crazy to me it's like you know i manifest it and i'm dreaming of it and i have bigger dreams than even just this which is like and i'm thinking to myself i think i might pee my pants if i get more more things like but i'm just grateful and i always try to think of a way to like you know one someone told me um this girl rebecca who was on the food network star with me when she called to congratulate me about my book and gma she said just sit quietly somewhere and don't think and just sort of like breathe in the energy around it because you know it goes fast you're gonna not forget about it but you're gonna you're gonna sort of not be in the same celebration mode and just take a minute to just realize where you were and where you are and that brought me right back to little jason watch being um gay but not telling anyone in new jersey marlboro new jersey watching the food network thinking to myself wow i want to be able to do this and like you know so like i i just kind of like tell little jason it's going to be okay like it's going to turn out good eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, incredible, absolutely incredible. And taking those moments, taking those moments of quiet, you know, mm-hmm. um, and to absorb, even on my run today, uh, I usually run, like, I have a couple different lengths of runs, and I did, like, my mid-run, you know, my medium run today, and sometimes I'll stop halfway, and, like, I'll just, like, close my eyes, and I'm by the water, and, like, I'll you know, take deep breaths and, and like set a different intention on the way back and Mm -hmm. for the day, no matter if I'm feeling overly anxious or really great or like annoyed or angry, because I'm telling you, I'm feeling, if I'm feeling (laughs) all the feels these days, I'm sure everyone else is too, because, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't, we don't know what's happening. Things are weird. We're getting all sorts of different information from all over the place, right? We're trying to navigate it ourselves, no matter what our political moral whatever stance is right it's Mm -hmm. we're all trying to figure we're all trying to figure it out we're trying to figure it out and it's a lot of noise at least in my head going full circle back to uh national mental health awareness month it's a lot of noise and so to take those like moments of like shut up brain for a second right you can go back to this in a minute. This is the intention, right? Whether it's a good run or a hard run or like whether I'm cooking or whatever, like let's let's keep this moving and let's keep this like, you know, healthy and and at least as positive as can be. You know what I mean? And not, and not to plug your Instagram, but you can see his run today on Instagram on his Instagram story. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I saw it. You did that. You posted it. I was like, I was like, oh my God, he ran far. For me, I, the closest I ran was to get coffee today. <laughs> um, but so, but I know that was off the topic, but that's very true about what you're saying and stuff. And like, you can find little things, even like, because the slow cooker is my favorite thing to cook with. The slow cooker is what you can use, even if you don't do gratitude or thankfulness, dump things in a slow cooker turn it on. That's one thing for your day. You don't have to worry about. And then when you're ready to eat it, it's warm and ready to go. And it's just a peacekeeper because it just makes life easier. Someone else cooks you dinner. The slow cooker is your personal chef. The end. You know what I mean? Like you, anything, a run, the slow cooker, even if it can't be a run, it can't be a slow cooker. Why you walk, say thank you. Like all of these things really make a huge difference. And it may not make you a hundred percent happy in a bad day, but at least brings you to perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so much joy, so much gratitude today. I mean, uh, <laughs> I guess we are the Oprah and Gail of I Angel Mouth today. On the same wavelength because I was just like, man, I feel like I'm on Oprah. I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, when I was a kid. Thank you, oh Oprah. my goodness. Well, before uh, before we do that and before we get to the book, which is so fabulous, I think now is a great time to take a quick break. Like, you know what? Take a sip of your iced coffee because we are going to our favorite part of the podcast, y'all. A little bit of food news updates. Restaurant adds administrative fee in attempt to retain staff. City says it's against the guidelines. Have you have you seen this? This is this is controversial, and I'm like, I understand it, and it's it's a big conversation. So James Malios um, is a restaurant owner, and to reopen, he wanted to offer competitive wage. Wages to bring his staff back to work. He said, I was not going to be able to fire 50 people again a second time. That would be wow. very challenging for me. And so he has added an 18% administrative fee to checks at his restaurants, Amalie in Manhattan and Bar Marseille in Queens. To include a fully disclosed administrative fee allows us to compensate people based on merit and based on seniority, Malio says. This is all from New York One. Thanks, New York One. Um, he, he said the charge helps him pay two to four times the minimum wage regardless of how patrons tip or how busy it is. Yeah, I think you. I think it's all. I'm all for it. I would pay the extra money. Um, the restaurant and all those people have been suffering so long in this, and the restaurants were closed. One hundred percent. Make it twenty percent, as far as I'm concerned. Right. I mean, I personally, the times I've been out, I have been. Oh, listen, I do not make a lot of money here by far, but I have been emptying my pockets when I go out. You know what I mean? Just yeah. in. In tipping. And he, he goes on to say, just think of it like you are in Europe or Latin America. There is an 18% surcharge. We pay everyone a living wage between 20 and $40 an hour. You want to leave something extra? That's your business, Malio said. Wow. You know, I'm not Dr. Fauci, but I think we're on the right track. 
and especially in New York. And I think we're ready. We're, we're getting better there. But but God forbid something else happens. This sounds like a guy who really cares about his employees. And um, it's true. So let's all even if you're not at his restaurants, everyone just give an extra 15 percent on top of whatever percentage they were going to tip. Because, you know, what you get put out in the world comes back to you anyway. And you should come back. But but um, these people um, have been smiling and, and feeding us um, and making our night happy and our experience great um, when we need to decompress. So it's time for us to, to give back. Absolutely. Apparently, the Department of Consumer Affairs says that this is illegal and that they said that the fine for violating the rule is up to $350. So he's working to lobby with lobbying groups to fight the city's surcharge rule against this. You know, um, who was the restaurateur that tried this uh, as well, got rid of tipping? I forget his name now. He's owner of Gramercy Tavern, uh, Blue Smoke. Oh, my God. um, His his name is leaving me right now. Famous chef. uh, Tried it. his staff said it worked and didn't work at the same time, but I think it was it it was divvied up a different way. I'm not I can't remember right now, and I'm exhausted from <laughs> from from the technical woes of starting this thing. But I think I think we're here for it. And you know what? If you're going out and you can't tip, or you're going to be, for lack of a better term, an asshole about it, then don't go out. Right, right, yeah. Actually, yeah, you should not. It's the they're they're serving you food and making your night happy. Um, these people are living their lives um, in order to make you happy. Um, doing that's the job they choose to do. Now, there's been all this time where none of us were able to go out and have that fortunate um, thing for it. Because, and not only were we not, they didn't have jobs. So even if it's not that, let's let's just add more tip. I agree with this, but I, I think like just like the street um, sidewalk, um, you're allowed to eat on a sidewalk now. Why? I think rules can go out of the way for a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we're both here for this. Amen. Yes. Let's get it done and let's <laughs> treat our hospitality workers uh, well and bring back this restaurant industry stronger and better than ever. Amen. The world's cheapest Michelin-starred meal is now $2.25. Oh. Isn't that nice? Where is that? Well, uh, this is according to the takeout.com. Apparently, and I agree with, uh, who's the writer here? Mr. Dennis Lee. He says at the beginning of this article, I don't know about you, but as soon as I hear the term Michelin-starred, I involuntarily feel my wallet shrivel up and hide away. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is true, actually. Truer words cannot have been spoken. This is hysterical. Yeah. But apparently, not. I didn't realize that uh, the Michelin, the Michelin rating system, also Michelin uh, also rates like cheap meals. Um, yeah. Yeah. And apparently, um, he goes on to say that not all Michelin starred meals have to cost you a month's rent. And the world's cheapest can be found in Singapore. It's a humble dish of chicken and rice, and you can get it at a hawker stall called Hawker Chan's in Singapore's Chinatown neighborhood. Wow. You know, the old cheapest Michelin star restaurants actually here in New York City. It's Tim Ho Wan. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, Tim Hoan used to be the um, the the cheapest Michelin star restaurant you can go to. It's a dumpling place from Hong Kong. I actually went to Hong Kong um, with my husband, and that's actually where I I proposed to him when he was turned thirty. Um, and um, we went there. It's uh, it was on um, Anthony Bourdain's show. Wow! Well, look at you. Wait, look at you coming in with all the. Food. I know. I didn't know that I had this in my head. You just—it was just the right podcast at the right time. Amen. Um, <laughs> and they're also um, located in Astor Place, and they're located in Hell's Kitchen. Tim Hoan, and it's really good. It's dim sum. Yeah, it's dim sum. I've never been because the line is always out the door. Yeah, yeah, they deliver right now, but I would wait till they to go there. Yeah, I feel like dim sum isn't something you get delivered. Much like I don't get delivery sushi or tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for Los Tacos number one. Uh, Los Tacos numero uno is right up the block for me, and I go get it hot and fresh. I will. I do not want delivery taco that's been sitting and steaming and soggy. All and, right, cheers. You know, but I got one more for you. Do you know um, Jaja? I'm gonna Plantos Mexicano. It's a vegan taco, a vegan Mexican place. And I know that um, all my followers, if they're listening right now, probably just dropped their glass of vodka. Um, but it um, it is so good. Where is that? Well, well, Bob in the West Village. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I feel like we're in a newscast on um, the West Village. Um, and there's, I think there's more than one, but it is so. Good. The chorizo and rice um, burrito is unbelievable. <laughs> and a fun fact, they serve lots of alcohol. Oh, my God. He said, I'm still stuck on, well, Bob, I'll let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I'd be a newscaster for a second. And now let's go to Mary with the weather. With the weather. I hear yeah. there's a big weather front coming in from the back end, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, there's a gay podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, apparently the chicken on this dish is impossibly tender and the sauce has a rich balanced flavor. It was a perfect portion size for filling yet not too for but yet not a too heavy lunch. I think we are here for this. I am going to go out there and search more Michelin star like affordable meals because why shouldn't I be eating like fabulous things for like cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you deserve it. Who knew? Not me. And last but not least, um, and I'm so happy I sent this to you, Jason. Extra Gums Back to Normal ad is a euphoric release. Oh, my goodness. In your mouth, listeners, if you didn't know, Extra Gum, um, a delicious gum, if I do say so myself, not a sponsor, recently released their new ad campaign, their new commercial about coming through the pandemic and rising rising like a phoenix from the ash and coming out of the darkness of our homes into the streets and being able to hug again and kiss again and just be social to, again. And it is one of the most beautiful and hysterical and emotional commercials I have seen to date. It made me sob like a baby. I was like, I felt all the feels from this one. Literally, you just picture... These people, the everyone's in a pandemic. Some woman comes out of pizza boxes, and the radio says that you can, um, that um, everyone can see each other. They run out and stuff like that. Oh my god, I'm sobbing. I was crying. Oh my god, me too. To me, right before the podcast, too. So I was already an Oprah moment. Meanwhile, Celine Dion's is playing in the back. Look, I have chills just thinking about it. I'm like, I'm tearing already. And and like. 
there's the guy that opens his door and he's like, no, I don't think, I don't think it's okay to come out. I don't think. And it, there's the other guy, come on. And then like people are running into each other's arms and friends and grandmas and grandkids. And there's a gay couple. And it's oh, the yes, whole they were thing. kissing. I noticed that in the park. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, mom with the kids and all the Zoom people get off and she leaves her kids and runs out with their derby car. Oh, my God. That's why I was like, yes, yes. I was like, I felt like I was in church therapy and watching Super Soul Sunday all at once. I, amen. I mean, <laughs> it's yes. like a, it's a minute and a half of gloriousness, if that. I don't even know if the commercial is that long, but it is an epic watch. Please do me a favor. Once you finish listening to the podcast, go out, look it up. Um, and you know what? Go out and spend a dollar on some extra gum because I am happy to send them the, the cash for this feel-good mm-hmm. moment. And with that, I think that's a perfect way to end food Yay. news update. Speaking of mental health, that was a good like mental health moment because like it was a release, you know, mm-hmm. that commercial. Everyone should watch it, and they support the gay community. It's nice that they put the gay community into that, um, so everyone should watch it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's get to, to what we're really here about. Sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> That's therapeutic, too. <laughs> Soaked in vodka. I love, I love a good sandwich. And mm-hmm. can you, before we get to the book, can you tell me why? Do you have the answer to why is it that when someone else makes you a sandwich, it is always better than a sandwich you would make yourself? Yes, because you stare at them and crave that sandwich as the mayo smears all over that crusty carb happiness. And then the meat dollops down onto that bread. And then as soon as they close that sandwich up, it's almost as if the standing ovation for the Broadway or Celine Dion comes out for another half an hour that you didn't pay for. It's, <laughs> that, that's why. <laughs> but it's true. I could make myself like a ham and cheese sandwich. I'd be like, oh, this is good. But if you were to make it for me, I'd be like, this is the best ham and cheese sandwich I've <laughs> ever had. What, what did you do? And you're like... I put oh ham God. and cheese between some bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's simplicity sometimes is best, um, which I like. Uh, that's why I like sandwiches. It's simple, but yet flavorful, and you get all your food groups all in one. So why, as a man of, as a man who has so many, so many recipes, so many fabulous recipes out there, so many cooking hacks out there, right? She is a hack queen when it comes to food. <laughs> In yes. your mouth, listeners. Uh, why the first foray into a cookbook be a sandwich cookbook? I, I was very surprised. I was like, oh, sandwiches. Okay. Okay. So first of all, you would like the real answer and then the other answer. So the publisher told me you're doing a book about sandwiches. And I told them I'll do a book about anything food related as long as a busy person can do it. And there's the word happy in it. And we throw quotes all throughout the book and make people happy. But honestly, the more I was started to do the book and develop the recipes, I went, wow, I'm like, this is like the perfect, this embodies Chop Happy. Um, There's tons of hacks. There's a lot more ways to make sandwiches. And why are we not celebrating midweek? 
um, a sandwich with meatballs with cheese inside and sauce and confetti of um, basil. That is a celebration in itself. And that's something when you eat a sandwich, you hold that bread and you go to eat it. It just makes you happy and makes you feel like a kid again. So um, it became like a whole thing. And like literally through the whole pandemic, um, we were eating so many sandwiches. I literally was on the opposite of a low carb diet. Wow. You were eating yeah. sandwiches and I was eating tacos. <laughs> cool, cool. Like I, I had, it was, it was at least four tacos a day that I would make myself during, they, like when they, we were deep in quarantine and I was sitting, mm -hmm. I was like, what do I want for lunch? Oh, tacos. How about <laughs> what's for dinner? <laughs> More tacos. Like, oh man, we had so a whole fun. meaning about what a sandwich is too, actually about is a hot dog a sandwich, is a grilled cheese a sandwich and stuff like that. Cause I want to do a grilled cheese section cause I love that. Um, so yeah, but tacos Wait, a sandwich. A tacos a sandwich? You know Wait why a minute. it is? We need, we, why. we need the definition. How are we defining sandwich here? Whatever makes you happy. Okay. So With I mean. Carbs and meat. <laughs> carbs and meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my the god perfect date. The, the perfect date that's what i was like you took the words right out of you saw you saw it coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> carbs and meat honey yeah. Ooh. hello Ooh. what does he look like <laughs> <laughs> maybe johnny sibili right <laughs> carbs and meat oh, carbs right? and meat that's John. my next cookbook, The Happy Carbs and Meats. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you, Johnny Savelli. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. oh my god! Oh my god! So why? So why are we just saying a taco is a sandwich because it makes me happy? You know what? I'm gonna let you to everyone. So here's what um my my answer to that was: whatever you define as a sandwich is okay because there's enough things to um, argue about in the world, especially at that time. Um, there was uh, not to get political, but there was some interesting th characters um, um holding the strings. So um so I was like, whatever you think it is, just let me put the grilled cheese part in the chapter of it because my book is different ways to make sandwiches. So like. Um, I have a slow cooker chapter, a sheet pan chapter, a no bake chapter, uh, a no cook chapter, a no bread chapter, and I have a grilled cheese chapter. So I was like, you know, if we're going to do five chapters, just, um, let's let's include a grilled cheese as its own homage to a sandwich. Yeah, this is a heated debate, actually, because in mm -hmm. my mind, it's two bread, it's two pieces of bread and cheese. So it's a sandwich. Why wouldn't a grilled cheese be a sandwich? But then I would I would have to fight you about a taco being a you know sandwich. What? But then again, I, that would mean that ice cream is soup. Oh my God, my mind is blown. Wow. I don't even know how to answer that question for you. An ice cream <laughs> is soup? It's frozen soup? Soup. I, yeah, essentially. And when, you know, some people lo love to let their ice cream melt in the bowl a little and then like slurp it up. I need you to know? have a little bit of that um, weed-filled fudge first before I have that conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, ex my mind is, is, I have like this thing in my head where it's not expanding. It's probably why no hair is growing anymore, um, but it's not expanding. And I'm like, I'm like, you had me at ice cream and soup. I'm going to like wake up in the middle of the night. Is ice cream a soup? Is ice cream yeah. a soup? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we call it gazpacho, cold soup. Then ice cream oh, can be frozen soup. All right. All right. I, again, whatever makes you happy works for me. <laughs> yeah. Too much arguing in the world. Honestly. Honestly. And I'm going to so, get hate mail for this taco thing. 
No, 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 no. We do not support yeah. any hate mail here on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> oh, it's only kidding. It's right? only kidding. Do not at us. Do not at us. If you want to join the debate kindly, we will we will sit here and have a good time with you <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. But the minute you start to get crazy, I personally will shut you down. Okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Because we do not have time for that. No ma'am, yeah, yeah. no spam, no Thanksgiving ham. Okay. <laughs> now I want all I want all, two of them three. Yes. To, <laughs> listen, I love a good spam, not a sponsor. I like but, a spam and I like a Thanksgiving turkey, but no ma'am for me today. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> What's your favorite recipe in the book? Uh, you know, he's like, he's never having me on again. I'm, no, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm I love you. You like, can, oh, me, you. me podcast as Sue podcast, honey. <laughs> okay. You uh, can cut. You are always welcome. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. That's an honor. Um, my favorite recipe in the book. So there's to, to, since I'm supposed to be doing this on TV and I haven't done it yet, there's 50 recipes in the book. Um, and so I'm supposed to be saying all these talking points that I always forget. Um, I have a lot of them actually, but I would say, which um, by this point it will be out, but I cook on NBC this weekend, um, my New York City um, cheesesteak sandwich. And it is one of my favorites because it's a hack in all. So you take the steak and you put it on a sheet pan with um, onions and scallions, 500 degrees, five minutes per side, perfect medium rare steak. You cut it up, blue cheese, dollops on top, some peppery arugula, and then that scallions and the onion just gets charred. It's easy. It's so good. And it just gives New York City that moment of a cheesesteak of its own. And I, um, what I love about it is my family growing up and my husband also, um, anytime there's a celebration, we have steak. And because this is a dream come true for this thing, so I would say that one. Oh, I love that. And I love that you dedicated it to your husband and family. That's yeah. lovely. Just now, I don't... I don't think the taco people are going to come after you, but I think the Philly people might <laughs> slide into yes. your DMs about, yes. about a cheesesteak debate, honey. <laughs> well, watch this Sunday or whenever it was. Go back and watch it because actually I get asked that question as I'm cooking because <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-recorded. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I my. Love, actually, to plug my favorite um, sandwich in the entire world, Federos Roast Pork. In um, it, I'm friends with the owners, and they're in uh, Williamsburg, and they are a Philly cheesesteak and roast pork sandwich, and they literally have the best sandwich I've ever had in my life, besides the ones in my cookbook. Yeah. Oh my God. Now I'm hungry. Um, yeah. This uh, I don't even have the cookbook yet because uh, we are also pre-recording, and the the cookbook comes out. When does it drop, honey? May 11th, and one's on your way. Don't worry. I already <laughs> talked to the publisher. Yes, and you know when this podcast drops, it's May 11th. So congratulations on your book drop today. Buy the book. Well, tell the kids where to buy the book. You can buy the book. This was another talking point. Ladies and gentlemen, well, um, (laughs) John and Mary and Frank and Joe, you can buy the book nationwide. Barnes & Noble's Target, Amazon, and any bookstore that you can walk into. Lovely. I mean, great. Um, and if you can and are able to support your small and local bookshops, that's what I would recommend. And uh, to find Jason's book, I'm sure if they don't have it, they can order it for you. Um, and I'm sure, you know, Grandpa Joe or 
aunt, Auntie Mame, who runs the bookshop, <laughs> would love to do that for you because they'd love the support. And as with mm-hmm. Jason. And yeah, but you can get it anywhere. I love it. It's a gorgeous book. Apparently, Rob, he got Robin Roberts to endorse the book. Who else? Who else oh, is endorsing so, this book? So um, Robin Roberts, who's one of my heroes. So I um, want, I was grateful that you did it because I want the book to not only say the word happy, but have gratitude and happiness in each page. So I want it to have good vibes. I'm very about vibes. Um, one of my really close friends, Chris Valdez um, from Food Network Star, which he called me right after the um, performance on Good Morning America to talk to me. And um, we have this pack together that we're going to keep reminding each other because we got kicked off early. Um, keep reminding each other where we were and where we are now. So he's my culinary inspiration. And my friend Lara Lynn from Georgia, and um, she wrote a book, and um, she's become a fast friend through the internet, too. Um, and she's got two book cookbooks now, and she's the one who introduced me to the publisher. So um, I wanted to give her a shout-out. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, that Chris Valdez and I are in a full internet argument because he <laughs> he is elusive and will not come on this podcast and I I have been trying and trying. I thought you guys got it because remember I tried and then you guys said you were all set. Chris like tagged you with me. Oh no, I'll talk no. To him. He's like he's like a one of those Tinder dates. We'll talk to you and then <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> it's the sad part that I've been with my husband so long that Tinder didn't exist when we met. <laughs> well, lucky yeah. you. Why don't yeah. you just rub? Why don't you rub no, that no, in I our mean, faces I too, Doctor J? Sorry, sorry. Thanks. Oh my god. Right. All right. Just rub the fact that you have a cookbook. Rub the fact that you have a husband forever. Oh my Just- God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean I need to talk to my agent. I think I'm in I'm in a hostile environment. <laughs> okay, but really, honestly, I want to say something that I know is your podcast. But yeah. um, I everyone needs to buy this T-shirt because I I can see him right now, and that T-shirt is just fabulous. It's, then it's like a big red sparkly lipstick with teeth. Um, and it says, what does it say? Can't see I'm it a mouthful. I'm a mouthful. Can you imagine walking down the street like that? Um, people are going to be like, that person's fabulous. Yeah, you're you're so sweet. Thank you. And yes, I yeah. know mouthful is spelt wrong because I wanted I it to be mouthful. Like as in your like mouth is like full of things like it's like two words it's it was a design choice um you know what no one's getting rich off of t-shirts but i i worked with my good friend and sister judy um justin quackenbush and we worked long and hard on these designs to make them wearable and fun and and to you know just just to you know, jazz up the podcast, give it a, bring it to the next level. So they're great. Anybody out there, listen, they're not cheap. And like, like I said, they're, they're made to order. So I am making like two pennies for every, so for that every means you gotta purchase. buy three t-shirts. Yes. Yes. Spend all your money on me and <laughs> Jason and the waiters and Jason's book and the waiters and your mental health, I think is the point. <laughs> <of> <laughs> yes. And fudge <laughs> in this slow book. Oh my God. Oh my oh. God. Oh, I, <laughs> after all the technical woes we had but prior this to recording, so this has been such a joy and Yay. such a, 
Oh, such a like feel good moment of like, you know, that like in your mouth listeners, you know, that sh- that like stress of like wanting things to go right and like nothing's going right and you're pushing through anyway and you're like, oh, let's like, let's get it done. And then to like come on the other side of the bridge, on the other side of the rainbow and just have you like be like completely like rid of it all and in just such a good space and had such a good time. So thank you so much, Jason. Tell the kids where they can find you, how they can follow you. All the things, please. Sure. At Chop Happy and on Instagram and on um, TikTok and www.chophappy.com. And my book is The Happy Sandwich. Please buy it. And I hope it makes you smile um, because it's made me smile to get to um, have you guys all have it. So thank you. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, by the way. I'm so grateful for all your support. You are always welcome here. You know I am. I am a stan, as the kids say. And I still have a <laughs> bottle of Jingle and Joy here uh-huh. waiting for us. That's All the right. Hallmark Christmas wine. We may have to do, like, a July one tasting outside well, someplace. I'll make you a ham sandwich. Yeah, like, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And we're going <laughs> to do it live. And we're going to do a Christmas in July tasting with this oh, Hallmark yes. wine. Yes. I, I'm putting it out yes. into the universe, okay. and we're making it happen. <laughs> yes. Before we close out, one of your favorite quotes of the book, right, uh, about happiness and joy, like, to leave the kids with? Oh, my God. I can't remember the exact quote, but it's about cookies. Um, why have one cookie when you can have a dozen? So um, that's one of my favorites. So I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm. <laughs> Yeah, life's too short. Don't have one cookie, have a dozen, something like that. Wait, do you have dessert sandwiches in the book? Like, is an Oreo a no. sandwich? Well, no, I actually do have one that's really cute that's um, peanut butter, and you put drizzle honey on it, and pomegranates, and apples on on crusty bread, which kind of counts as dessert, um, but that's as close as we get. Yeah, all right, all right. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of, like, a grilled PB&J. Oh, Delicious. I've never had that. You just changed my life. What yes. do you mean? You grill the bread and then you put the peanut no, butter you, on it? No, you put yeah, super simple crusty bread, you know, like a nice sourdough. You, know, you put on the peanut butter, you put on the the jam, the jelly. The jelly you know, it must be jam because jelly don't shake. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some butter in the pan and you grill it on both sides. Oh, spectacular. A little flaky salt on top so you get like that sweet and savory of it all. Can I add something to that? Yeah, do it. Brown the butter first and then you get the nuttiness along with it. Oh, and you know (laughs) on this nutty fudge day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ordering fudge. Where do you get fudge? Listeners, email me where you can get fudge. Yeah, like good fudge, especially (gasps) shout out to Ronnie Sue. Ronnie Sue down in the down in the Lower East Side. I bet you she has some kick-ass fudge, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Shout out to her. All right. She is not a sponsor, but she is a friend. And I will always shout out small businesses that are making really quality items. And listen, I'm like Beethoven. I, can't, I don't know how to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to go on and on. Thank you so much, Jason. And out Yay. there, right, uh, as we go through Na- National Mental Health Awareness Month, right, it's important to take care of yourselves, your minds, your bodies, your spirits, but also 
also check in. Check in with your friends. Check in with your family. You know, and really check in. Not just like, hey, how are you? Like, no, how are you doing? Like, you've been alone. Like, uh, everything. You know, like, a little love and att- and attention because if this pan- if this panini you know to make a sandwich reference <laughs> has taught us anything it's it's a little like to lead with a little you know grace and gratitude and with that all I'm gonna say as always is thank you for listening to in yo mouth yay yay. 